This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Thursday, January 10th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. Trump heads to Farm Bureau again. Grassley's NAFTA ploy. Could EPA reverse free PREA? And USDA pushed on Farm Bill delay. Trump's AFBF plan comes amid China optimism. It's been a rare thing historically for sitting presidents to meet with farm groups. But President Donald Trump is going to New Orleans next week to make his second appearance in as many years before the American Farm Bureau Federation. The announcement of Trump's trip comes as he is expressing some optimism about his trade dispute with China. Senate Finance Chairman Chuck Grassley of Iowa told reporters yesterday the president feels that he's making progress with the Chinese. A U.S. negotiating team that included two senior officials from USDA, as well as Chief Agriculture Negotiator Greg Dowd, held three days of talks in Beijing this week. Grassley says a high-level Chinese delegation may come to Washington next week to continue the talks. Keep in mind, the back-to-back Farm Bureau appearances also emphasize how important Trump views his rural base. Grassley supports nixing NAFTA to pressure Democrats. If it starts to look like House Democrats won't ratify the newly written U.S. trade pact with Mexico and Canada, Grassley says he'll recommend Trump pull the U.S. out of the current North American free trade agreement. Grassley said he hopes Democrats, quote, are smart enough not to let that happen. Shift on pesticide rules tied to nominee. EPA's withdrawal of some controversial pesticide handling rules was part of a deal to ensure approval by the Senate Environment and Public Works Committee of Alexander Drun's nomination to be Assistant Administrator for the Office of Chemical Safety and Pollution Prevention. The proposals would have lowered the minimum age to handle pesticides under two rules, one for protecting farm workers and the other setting criteria for states to develop programs to certify pesticide applicators. In a letter to Delaware Senator Tom Carper, the top Democrat on the Environment and Public Works Committee, Acting EPA Administrator Andrew Wheeler promised to withdraw the proposals from the OMB review and make more information available on new chemicals being reviewed under the Toxic Substances Control Act. Here's what it means. Many Democratic senators had criticized EPA's reconsideration of the pesticide rules, especially Tom Udall of New Mexico, who had opposed a new bill reauthorizing the Pesticide Registration Improvement Act in an attempt to get EPA to back off. Withdrawal of the proposals could smooth the way for PREA reauthorization. Senate GOP moving quickly on Wheeler. Wheeler may have had another motivation as well as to withdraw the rules. Senate Republicans are moving quickly to confirm him as administrator of EPA. The White House announced yesterday that Wheeler's nomination had been sent to the Senate and the Environment and Public Works Committee promptly scheduled a hearing for Wheeler for next Wednesday. Wheeler has been serving as acting administrator since Scott Pruitt resigned last year. The White House also announced the nomination of senior Treasury Department official Heath Tarbert to chair the Commodity Futures Trading Commission. Tarbert, a lawyer who has been serving as Assistant Treasury Secretary for International Markets and Investment Policy, would replace Chris Giancarlo, whose term expires in April. Ag Democrats get plum assignments. 
Several Democrats who served on the House Agriculture Committee in the last Congress have received highly coveted assignments to the Appropriations, Energy and Commerce, and Ways and Means Committees. The assignments include for Appropriations, Sherry Bustos of Illinois. For the Energy and Commerce Committee, Lisa Blunt Rochester of Delaware, Ann Custer of New Hampshire, and Tom O'Halloran of Arizona, as well as Darren DeSoto of Florida. And for Ways and Means, well, Dwight Evans of Pennsylvania and Jimmy Panetta of California. FDA trying to increase food inspections. FDA Commissioner Scott Gottlieb says his agency is trying to ramp up inspections of high-risk food facilities despite the shutdown. Objecting to reports that FDA had stopped such inspections, Gottlieb said the agency wouldn't normally conduct any during the weeks of Christmas and New Year's and postponed about 20 this week. About 8,400 such inspections are done annually. Foods considered as high risk include eggs, soft cheeses, spices, fresh fruits and vegetables, custard-filled bakery products, seafoods, and canned products. USDA pressed on shutdown Farm Bill implementation. The top Democrat of the Senate Agriculture Committee, Debbie Stabenow, wants some answers from USDA as to how the shutdown is affecting farmers and others who rely on its services. In a letter to Agriculture Secretary Sonny Perdue, Stavidal also expressed frustration that the shutdown has stalled implementation of the new farm bill. Among other things, Stavidal wants to know how many farm ownership and farm operating loans, as well as loan guarantees, were in process at the time of the shutdown. Stavidal also wants to know whether USDA has a plan to make up for lost time in implementing the bill. She notes that the bill's new benefits for dairy producers took effect January 1st. EU, U.S., and Japan targeting China trade tactics. The international effort to stop Chinese theft of intellectual property gained steam this week during a meeting of top U.S., EU, and Japanese trade officials. China was not specifically named at a statement by European Trade Commissioner Cecilia Malmström, Japanese Trade Minister Hiroshiki Siko, and U.S. Trade Representative Robert Lighthizer, but Malmström made it clear to reporters that China was the primary concern. She said, We are worried about many of the Chinese practices because there are no real rules for that in the World Trade Organization, and that's what we're trying to remedy. China's, quote, forced technology transfer policies, as well as the allegations of outright intellectual property theft, are the heart of the ongoing U.S.-China trade war that has resulted in devastating tariffs on U.S. agriculture exports. Bostrom said that once the EU, Japan, and the U.S. have settled on a plan to counter Chinese tactics, other WTO members will be invited to join the effort. GAO. Hungry students need food aid. Some college students are at risk of hunger and aren't getting the SNAP benefits that they need. That according to a report by the Government Accountability Office. Of the 3.3 million students who were potentially eligible for the Supplemental Nutrition Assistance Program, less than half said they participated, according to the report. More than 650 colleges have a food pantry on campus, but the GAO says USDA needs to clarify its rules and share information on how states can help eligible students use the SNAP program. Here's today's She Said It. 
Careful and quick implementation of the Farm Bill is critical to the well-being of American farmers and families. That Debbie Stabenow, the ranking Democrat of the Senate Agriculture Committee. Well, that's Daybreak for this Thursday, January 10th. AgriPulse Daybreak is brought to you by Watkinson Miller and Dairy Management Incorporated. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Alley.